Hi, everybody. It's nice to have you here for the fourth installment of the Metric Minute, brought to you by Vault Performance. I'm Kareem Durkawi, and this time we'll continue our discussion with force at zero velocity, a pivotal part of the counter-movement jump. In straightforward terms, FV0 is a measure of how much force an athlete is pushing into the ground exactly between the eccentric and concentric phases. In other words, the lowest point of their squat. This metric is important for two key reasons. First, it represents how hard and fast an athlete was able to decelerate in the eccentric phase. If an athlete can descend rapidly plus have great eccentric strength, both desirable aspects in performance and rehab settings, then the eccentric phase will finish with a very high level of force. Lower results suggest otherwise and are part of ineffective jump strategies. The second point is that FV0 can give an excellent start to the concentric phase. A primary objective in jump performance training is maximizing concentric impulse and starting the phase with high force helps tremendously. Lower results compromise jump height and peak power among other things. Now training FV0 can be as simple as learning to drop faster or increase eccentric tolerance in any number of ways. However, the full jump movement pattern should never be neglected. Essentially, the take-home message is that FV0 is literally the one data point that is both the overall outcome measure of the eccentric phase as well as the prelude to concentric performance. It's generally desirable to train for a higher FV0. For more details on force zero velocity and anything else, feel free to reach out to us at Vault Performance. Thank you. The world of strength and conditioning is filled with some awesome practitioners who are always trying to evolve and continue to grow professionally throughout their career. The problem with many of us, though, is finding a new outlet, a new way and a new perspective on the questions that we may have, whether it be programming, whether it be situational with dealing with coaches, or whether it be career advice. Because all too often what happens is we get stuck in with the same group of friends and the same group of colleagues that we reach out to for advice repeatedly over and over again. But what we should really be looking for is different perspectives, different people who have been through different situations who can help us make better decisions both for ourselves and our athletes. And one awesome place to start with that is the forums in the Strength Coach Network. In the forums in the Strength Coach Network, you'll be able to reach out and get feedback, input, and advice from coaches from all over the world from everything from career advice to training modalities to programming, there's people there just for the same reason as you are, to try to get better, to learn, to share information, and to grow the field of strength and conditioning. So hop on over to strengthcoachnetwork.com slash cvasps, that's strengthcoachnetwork.com slash cvasps to dive into all that great content today and get your 48-hour trial for only a dollar. I look forward to seeing you in the Strength Coach Network. Hey, what's happening, everybody? Jay DeBeo coming at you with this week's edition of My Thoughts Monday. And this week, I want to touch upon something briefly here and kind of get to something that, you know, the those of us that train in our fellowship group here have been talking about uh, a little bit lately. And that is something that could actually be a driving factor behind a lot of the confusion, a lot of the frustration, and really a lot of the things that cause problems for people that work in this little corner of sport that we like to be part of. Strength and conditioning coaches are, are an interesting group, right? We're a, a group of people that really enjoy researching and are very you know, invested in our profession, invested in our careers, with a blue collar attitude and people who wanna, they aren't afraid to get their elbows, you know, dirty and, and really, really put in the time and work. 
But we're also a group of people that I think at times are a little bit misunderstood and run into misunderstandings with what our role may be. And that's been talked about at NASA, right? Like understanding how we can be better evaluated and who should evaluate us and what our roles are and all of those things. And I'm not gonna get into that today. But what I am gonna get into today is having a better understanding of what we are doing and how we fit into the actual goals and mission of the athletic department. And this is something that we've talked about, like I said earlier, about you know all of these things in our little, our little group that trains together, our fellowship daily, uh, a couple times of, of late. And I think that this is something that needs to be talked about more. You know, it revolves around one thing. And I think that this one thing is something that many institutions struggle with. And that is, what is the actual mission of the department that you work with? This should have a bigger role in how we are programming and how we are putting things together than I think it actually does. What do I mean by that? Well, let's just go over two examples here briefly and talk about how that may change what we do. So let's say, for example, school one, the first thing on their mission statement is to be in contention for conference and national championships regularly. Whereas school two, the first part of their mission statement is to ensure a positive student athlete experience. Therein right there should have way more of an impact on what we are looking to do in the weight room than what we actually do in the weight room right now, at least in my opinion. And I think that this is something that maybe has gotten us into trouble. When you sit there and the primary goal of the department is to compete for and win championships, then there are things that need to be done that are more around making sure you are improving outputs, you are improving resilience, you are improving specific qualities, you are more involved in monitoring and metrics and things of that nature. Because if the bottom line is the bottom line, then you have to make sure that you are driving it forward. If winning is what is the goal, then your metrics need to show that you are improving that likelihood. Now, right, I can hear it all now, but what if, and do we know, and all of these things that could happen, I know, all right, let's not make this about, we can't, you know, sit here and predict injuries, and how much do we actually know that what we did helped them win games? But if we know we got them faster, if we know that there are metrics that we can record during games, because as we showed you guys in, I want to say it was like 2013, those metrics are able to be taken, right? If you have a good video person, there are things you can do to show that what you're doing is helping things on the court, field, whatever. We can figure that out, especially clock sports. 
we can show that we are improving things. We are working with the coaches to help them get things better. We can show that we are helping with all of these different aspects of you know, the athletes being more resilient. And we can show fitness scores. We can show mobility scores. We can show all of these things to show that what we are doing is helping get to that goal. And that is to provide one, availability, and two, increased outputs. But that's if the goal is to win and compete for championships. If the goal is the student-athlete experience, maybe parts of that should change, right? Maybe there should be the things that you're doing, right? There should be your big rocks, the things that are important to make sure that they are resilient, they can play, they are able to do things. But maybe instead of looking at it more as a minimal effective dose, maybe we should be doing things at the end that are more fun. Maybe we should be doing finishers and competitions and those things that a lot of people of late have started to kind of turn their nose up at and be like, there's no use to that. But if the experience of the young people is the primary objective, we need to provide them with a positive experience. And if the things that we maybe have been taking away because we feel like they don't impact performance are what actually drive the positive experience, then maybe those things should go back in. You know, maybe giving them the opportunity to do some things that are more fun that maybe won't have the carryover that we know they should have are the things that need to go back in. And maybe the fact that we're sitting here and fighting about student-athlete experience and saying things like, well, you know what's a great experience? Winning. Maybe that's what the actual problem is. Maybe the fact that we sit here and fight that as opposed to giving them some of what they want there and making sure that the big rocks are covered. Now, I'm not saying that this all of a sudden turns into a free-for-all disco party, whatever, in the weight room. But I'm saying that, and this is the one by 20 guy saying this, that maybe some of the repetitiveness isn't what's ideal in that situation. So I guess what it comes down to is, I think we need to ask ourselves more of the question of are we following the mission of what the department has or are we following the mission of what we think it should be? Because at the end of the day, with all of this, our mission has to align with theirs. We have to provide what the institution feels is the most important thing. And the more that we sit here and are combative and try to put our square peg into these round holes the more we're going to continue to fight with people and have these continual conversations of, well, they don't understand us. Why don't they understand us? Why don't they care about what we're doing? That's because they're calling Domino's and ordering a pizza and we're delivering tacos. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But that's just something we've been talking about. If it's important and it is the lead of the mission, maybe we should start leading that way a little more.
And that's something that I'm going to start trying to do even better with, you know, get my big rocks in, put them in a position they can be successful. And then if the experience is what's most important, let's put some stuff in at the end that's fun. Let's let them compete. Let's let them do some things that are going to be quote unquote hard at the end. Let them have a finisher. Let them come together and have a good time. Because if that's what's important for the people that are paying you, it needs to be important for the person being paid. Would love to hear your thoughts, input, output, whatever it may be on this. Maybe I'm off like Samsonite. Who knows? But as always, I truly appreciate everything you do for us here at Central Virginia Sport Performance. We'll be back next week with another My Thoughts Monday. I'll see you then.